Lunch and Uncle Mo's for family fun. It's good, 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 good. Mmm, sounds good. Hello and welcome to Uncle Mo's Family Feedback, where we look through seasons 1 to 12, look through the dizzying highs, the terrifying lows, and the creamy middles of The Simpsons, season 1 to 12, through random episode generation. I'm, of course, joined with my good friend, Cal Reader. Cal, um, how are we doing this time? I'm doing good, man. I'm good as always. Um, looking forward to just colonising the US with Yorkshire tea and various different things, but that's not for a couple of weeks yet. But cannot wait. What about yourself, dude? I'm not doing too bad. I'm just... Um, yeah, for anyone, I, I, for anyone who doesn't know, I've just pretty much come out of... Um, surgery it's not massive but it's just um he's now a woman (laughs) no i've not come to that true identity just yet um no i just had some um, he's an apache helicopter helicopter (laughs) i've just um come out with just a bit of minor nasal surgery in there just leaking from every sort of nasal orifice but um we're now back um i'm now pretty much back up and running just a lot more um nasal douching to be done uh, every hour or so but um we'll get there i'll live i'll live on i've, I've missed this podcast man like i've missed doing it it's been too long and if you you know if any listeners out there just hear snorting it's not me i've not got my uh shirt on it's <laughs> i've not got my hawaiian vice city shirt on it's um tyler doing rock salt apparently but that's what he's told me i don't know i've seen no pictures i've seen all the pictures anyway <laughs> well, I've seen Wiki Medicine. That's the best recommendation. How dare you? <laughs> WebMD. <laughs> and the episode we're reviewing today is Season 12, Episode 12's Tennis the Menace. Directed by Jem Kamerman, written by Ian Maxstone Grain, with the original air date being February the 11th, 2001. And the couch gag is the Simpsons ice skating towards the couch, and Homer falls through the ice himself. Cal, um, what are your initial thoughts on this episode? Because um, I'll tell you what, I've got plenty to say the least. <laughs> I'm uh, I, I'm not a fan of this episode, if I'm honest. It's kind of when Simpsons started to turn. I just remember this episode, and I remember um, before we, obviously, when it first got announced that we were doing this episode, I was like, that's not the one where they go to fucking Wimbledon, is it? And they're like, nope. But they don't go to Wimbledon, they go to like an American Open thing, and it's just... I don't know. It's it's not quality Simpsons in my opinion. What about yourself? I mean, you're pretty much preaching to the converted here. Um, I be- you know what? We'll save it for um. I'm sure we've got at similar points where the episode goes off or it just completely drops off the cliff. So I'll save my rants for then, and you jump in with whatever you think is acceptable to completely um go ham on this one. Oh, I will. <laughs> yeah, so we open up with a senior talent competition uh, that the Simpsons go to at the old folks' home here. Got a right good range of jokes here. You've got stand-up, you've got a bit of karaoke from Abe, a bit of uh, Tom Jones. who He's got to be the age of Abe now, surely. I think he was the age of uh, Abe when the episode came out. <laughs> I'm glad he's embraced his grey now and he's just like your, you know, he's your favourite sort of granddad now. Saying how he used to just run with Elvis. And shag every single woman in Europe as well as North America. Abe ends up winning this talent competition and he gets a free autopsy. You know, what a prize. I actually, I tell you what, Cal, um, for as much stick as we are going to give this episode, I don't mind the first 
say four minutes of this until they get the tennis court. Actually, you know, a little bit after when you've had the little in, when you have little interactions with the townsfolk of Springsfield. I actually didn't mind bits of this. They're all right. In an earlier episode, I can't for the life of me remember which one it was, um, but it was one of the later episodes when basically it, it was one of the first times where it starts out in this one little bit of a joke and then completely swing balls and the end of the episode has nothing to do with what the episodes began with. And I think, I agree with you, I think the first half of this episode it's gone quick enough, so really good, really good. Like I like it when they when they have the oldest old times and episode, uh, you know, in it kind of thing. Um, but it's just I don't know. I'd like the free autopsy bit, and they're going to his funeral, and he's cast it, and he's like, "How much do you live in?" And you know, mm, we'll see how the walls go and stuff. Like that. Hilarious, really funny joke. Yeah, him but shaking like, his fist at the walls. Like, oh, I'm not dead yet, and they have a little yeah. wine. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Solid jokes. But it's just uh, like I rewatched the episode, which we'll probably end up getting to the Tamsin Argarian episode where Seymour's uh, not actually Seymour. Um, that's an episode where I'll, I'll we'll talk about it more when hopefully when it eventually comes. Um, but because that was the first episode, what Matt Groening says is you know it killed the Simpsons a little bit and he hates that episode kind of thing. But there's a really funny joke in it where they're driving to Capital City to get uh, Seymour back, and Homer's just like, so, t- wouldn't it buy me again? And he's just like, we're going to go get uh, Seymour, skin- Seymour back. I'm like, okay, so why is uh, Mrs. Crabapple here? Because she needs to get Homer back. Uh, Homer back. Well, why, is it, why are the kids here? He's like, because nobody could watch the kids. He's like, why am I here? He's like, because there's no, t- no place uh, for... Uh, three young ladies to be by themselves. I'm missing the joke up, and he goes, well, "Why is Grandpa here?" He goes, "Because uh, Jasper didn't want to go by himself." He's like, "Okay." He pops his little head <laughs> off as well. Yeah, it's cute. That's just really funny because it's, it's, it's so stupid. But there's not much in this episode like that. Well, with that episode as well, there's still it's a good story. It's just the backlash and you know how the episode is going to reset. Everything will go back to normal. But with this, it's just. I don't know, boring, bland, nonsensical. It's just, which is one of the big problems with uh, sort of the Scully years, which is, uh, what do you want to say, late 99 to 2002 and a bit onwards. It always seems to be first act is unrelated to the rest of the story and then it finishes with a wild flourish of action and then they try and justify it at the end. That is rinse and repeat for, say, season 11 to 12 and it's just i don't know like i'm not i'm i'm not one of those purists who kind of say i only like the first 12 seasons of of the series i don't go any further than that like season two episode season 12 episode four or whatever like some of the new episodes some of the new episodes are quite good i still watch new episodes not as kind of great but obviously but you get you know you get the full a few humdingers in there but this episode kind of, even if this, this episode came out, like, now, it's still, it, it's a crap episode. Oh, I don't know. We get through all these sort of morbid gags and, um, you know, coughing gags to get to, well, what is the main plot line, where he says, oh, with all that money we're spending on you, Gramps, we can just afford to get a tennis rack, we can just afford to get a tennis court. 
And then boom, cuts them with a tennis court. And the cheek of it, the fact that you spell out and say, oh, boom, <laughs> bet you didn't see that coming. Oh, I can't believe we went through all that just to wind up with a tennis court. I bet you didn't see that coming. Yeah, it'd be nice to entertain friends and have people over. Hey, you got a tennis court? Keep walking, Flanders. Will do. Faster. It's just a fact. <sighs> it's a big screw you is what it is. It's just a twist for a twist's sake, which you shouldn't do. It's just kind of like, oh, yeah. It's like building a massive spy thriller the entire time. And then about halfway through the act, you kind of go, actually, it's going to be an animated film now. Or no, it's gonna rather than this spy thriller where it's like who killed him, who did it. It's like actually we're gonna go make a factory and build chocolate. We're gonna make Willy Wonka. But why? What's that got to do with anything? You've never referenced that you liked tennis before. Like I guess they've already done the pool storyline and stuff like that. So they're like, nah, fuck it, tennis. Max Stone just had it in his head that you know, oh, the family dynamic, you know, and tennis. Oh, that'll create some lunacy. That'll be quite fun. Well, I know Mike Scully doing a bit of Reddit research and what have you. The showrunner of these um, later series, Mike Scully's quoted saying that you know it was probably too long to wait before getting the story started with the initial um, first bit. Well, why didn't he consult you know Graham in the first place? Why didn't he consult in the writer's room rather than, you know, afterwards in an interview many years later? Why didn't they knit this in the bug? Because obviously it goes through rewrites. It's a whole team of writers. Was it laziness or brain drain where they're going through a creative lull, maybe, to let this pass? The Simpsons end up getting a tennis court and they actually start to build up and train and play. And this catches wind in Springfield and you get, again... One of the one of the few positives from this episode, you get a mix of the other people of Springfield and their characters reacting to uh, this tennis court and having a little play. And it was interesting just to see, you know, Lenny and Carl. Again, it's character-based humour. It works. The other thing that pisses me off about this episode, right, <laughs> is, okay, so the whole premise, like you said, so far, and bear in mind, we're not even ten minutes into this episode at this point, and... The original premise to go to the retirement home, Abe gets free autopsy. So just the autopsy. Yeah. And then they're looking at getting the full package so they go and like pick out his coffin and stuff like that. But end of the day they're gonna still spend that money. The, the that ticket was only for the free autopsy and like I work in bereavement, I know how shit works. <laughs> they're expensive. I don't know how much a fucking tennis court court would be. Never mind destroying it, dismantling it and putting it in the fucking loft or whatever but like and it, i don't know i don't like <laughs> uh, i just thought I where is homer know. getting this money as well in early seasons you know the simpsons have been strapped for cash and you know that's been a good plot line throughout some good episodes and that but i feel like in later seasons it's just you know whatever they need to do do it it doesn't matter what homer's financial situation it is just to get to the point, to get to the plot. I'm going to Google how, how much it would cost to build a tennis court. So the average cost to build a residential tennis court from start to finish, including dirt work, post tension slab, fencing, lighting, surfaces, accessories, is about $65,000. However, price can easily range between 50000 and 80000 depending on options. Now, your average funeral is about £10,000. See, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. We're ripping this shit. I know it's just 
the basic premise to just say, oh look, some people are Sienna, uh, Sienna Williams and Venus Flytrap, or whatever the fucking name is. <laughs> I hate this episode so much. Yeah, we, I try not to be negative because too many people do that with episodes, but you know, it had it coming, you know. Howdy, this is just a reminder that if you're enjoying the content so far, loving our podcast, loving the episode, go to facebook.com and search for Uncle Mo's Family Feedback, a British podcast, and give us a like there. We'll update you on all of our exclusive content and posts as well. Also, if you're in the mood for a bit more Simpsons and more Simpsons podcasts, go over and check out the 411 folks on Facebook and SoundCloud as well. They do lots of great impressions, great analysis of the episodes, and it's generally a good time. And now back with your regularly scheduled listening. The word gets around, they have a tennis court. You get multiple people playing on the court as well, uh, including Kent Brockman with Stacey, the weather lady. And how does he come up with those zingers? He has his own truck. He has his own earpiece in. I guess you could say he's Iraqi. That joke doesn't even age well now. <laughs> I just realised. <laughs> Marge is developing a real talent for tennis, whereas Homer keeps goofing around. All right, slight confession, Cal. I have stupidly done what Homer did with the, um, this one's in the sack. Hey, Homer, here's a bloopy for you. I've got it. It's in the bag. Because oh! <laughs> I thought, oh, this actually won't hurt. Um, what, God, what year would have been? Not even like when I was, say, in uh, primary school. This had to have been year eight or year or nine. And I caught it right. It wasn't even on the sack. It was right on the bell end. Oh. It was, if it was the same reaction, but it's, uh, it's horrible. I don't, I don't know what came over me. I just thought, oh, this will be fun. Maybe I'll just try and like quickly whip around and pocket it. But no, just I don't know what I was fucking thinking. Virginity will do uh, a lot to that. Just I want the attention, <laughs> honestly. Awful. Uh, see that 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 little bit it kind of like sums up our podcast. Like I'm Homer, like doing the fucking stupid shit to get like distractions and laughs and all the guys is like, for fuck's sake, let's do the podcast <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, but there's a podcast there's a podcast called The Weekly Planet where I listen to it. It's really cool. It's a couple of Australian guys. I do like comic book and film things. And one of the jokes I can't remember how to get onto it, but they say with Thanos at the end of Infinity War, they should have just kicked him in the nuts. Because when you get kicked in the nuts or get hit in the nuts nothing else matters like the world <laughs> nothing makes sense anymore <laughs> it's true your life force depletes in front of your eyes <laughs> you're just like where the fuck am I I'm back to normal <laughs> Homer decides he sees a little leaflet there and it's for the crusty charity classic and he wants to trade up for it he wants Marge as you know his rally partner as his teammate but Marge um, has got second ideas she's been secretly training with Bart and oh God, another Weird bit. Why do they go into a, a, a depis like angle here? Darling, you're so much handsomer than my first husband. I may have the looks, but he's the trophy husband. Back to the Future did it really well. Marty McFly goes back, his mother's got the hots for him, but he's completely grossed out, and there's a clear line, and there's comedy from the awkwardness of that. This is just odd. I don't know, Cal. So. Do you want to do you want to just explain the story of Adeus or what his name is? Adepus, um, I believe it's a Greek story. Basically, it was um, I don't know if Adepus was the son or the father, but it's the theory that all young men want to kill their father and marry their mother. 
Oh, that that's that, that's more on what um oh, fucking Freud um Freud yeah he said everyone wants to shag the mother at the end of the day which isn't true at all but um that story basically says it basically kills his dad it's basically Hamlet like more or less but like rather than the brother he kills his uh, the brother kills his brother he, he kills his dad and marries his mum and they kind of reference it a little bit in the episode as well but it's just kind of it's, but it's there's weird. no need for it, is there, really? No. No. It's just an awkward two, three minutes of Bart cuckolding his dad, which I thought I'd never say. See, I watched a film from 2008, and he was just like, nobody uses this word anymore uh, with Steve Carell, whose name in the film was uh, called Stupid Crazy Love or something like that. And um, the, the Steve Carell's character is actually called Cal Weaver, and which is obviously very, very similar to my name. Um, and he goes, you know what I? Because his wife cheats on him. He goes, you know what I am? And it's a word what nobody uses anymore. I'm a cuckold. I got cooked by my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Homer, to spite Bart and Marge, gets Lisa in on the act. I shouldn't say on the act. Jesus, I thought we just spoke about. He gets Lisa as his partner, as doubles tennis partner. There, clean that up. Jesus. This fucking episode, Cal. He gets some training alongside him, and they eventually meet. And it just zips by. Like, none of this matters, Cal. They just zip by. We get to the tennis tournament now, and there's some poor jokes about, oh, you're so bad at tennis, X, Y, Z. Like, it's just poor. Right, yeah. I don't know, Cal. I'm losing the will now. Can you actually remember any jokes post the Adepa spit and before we get to the obligatory celebrity cameos? I do. Oh, um, okay. Chief, w- Chief Wiggum and what's his name? Carl Lenny. Now, uh, Lou, come to the door. And he says, "What's happened now?" And he goes, "Oh, well, we've got a disturbance in your area. We just need to check it out." And he goes, "Do you boys want to play tennis?" And it zooms out, and they've just got the tennis shorts, and in the holsters they've got the tennis rackets, and then they unzip the thing. And he goes, "Oh, can we? Can we?" And they go over. I found that quite funny because Chief yes, Wiggum's my favorite. That was great. That was fine because right, right. it's just like two. It's like um, two excited kids who have already changed yeah. into their swimming trunks, wanting to go to the rich kids' pool. <laughs> that was great, and the, even the little like follow me, Lou, <laughs> mimicking his little hum. That was great. Yeah, you're right. That's the second most memorable bit about this, <laughs> which you can remember. <laughs> yeah, shows you. They're at the Krusty Charity Classic. And Krusty does some of his awful material. Doesn't save his good work for charity. I like that line. Uh, That's yeah. good. Uh, that, yeah, that line is good as well. And they begin to start the match, but they take a little intermission, um, and Ho actually wants to win, so he brings in one of the Williams sisters, Venus and Serena. And this is where, again, it just sort of goes to pot, really. it's Again, this is the later season thing of just bringing in obligatory celebrities to play themselves. Not even weird characters like, we reviewed uh, Krusty Gets Cancelled, and, you know, John... Uh, the Tonight Show host Johnny, what's his name? He's Johnny the Carson. Johnny Carson. Thank you. He's this perfect man who can juggle cars and sing Italian opera. What are the Williams sisters doing? What's Agassi doing? They're just themselves. There's nothing dynamic. It's just there's nothing. <sighs> it just sums this episode up. 
it's like you said, like the the thing is because Krusty gets cancelled is one of the first episodes, if not the first episode. So I know it's the first uh, the first main episode where there's a lot of um, cameos and stuff, but they they organically weave it into the plot. Like Krusty's a star of TV. He's been around for Christ knows how many decades. It's a given that he's supposed to be. You know, he's going to have these celebrities, which obviously, nine times out of ten, like Johnny Carson, you don't really know him over here, really. Um, Bette Midler, I guess, but like Tom, uh, Luke Perry, big star in the 90s, nobody really knows him anymore. But it still works, because it's funny, it's, it's funny, and it works with the story. Fucking Venus Flytrap and Pluto and fucking Pete. Sampras, I don't even know who that is. And and Andre Agassi, I knew, but Pete Sampras, not a pickle, no idea. I don't know. He he is actually. I did do a bit of research. He's one of the former biggest names in tennis. He's one of the most successful. <laughs> but who would have known that from his portrayal in yeah. here? Also, yeah. he. Sorry, I'm reading the Wikipedia here, and like Max Home Graham directed him. He said, "Oh, he gave a natural performance." Bollocks. Yo, Pete. Pete Sampras, hmm? get over here. Yes, I'm in. Come on, let's play. I've got a tape of Ho-Ho's commercial. Sorry, did you did you hear the same thing I did? Let's go. I've got a Ho-Ho's commercial to shoot. So flat, man. Come on. Basically, it's an all-star celebrity um, tennis match in the end. The family is sitting by the side, and Homer nicks some of Pete Sampras's fucking commercial money. And that's how the episode ends, folks. Very flat. So what would you rate this episode then? Actually, you know, yeah, I was going to sort of bring this out more and talk about the end, but okay. I, I just, I just, I'm not bothered anymore. <laughs> I would give it, uh, being generous, <laughs> being generous, I'd give it one tennis ball to the balls out of five. Promising four minute start. The first four minutes promising, as we've said before. How about you, Cal? What's your, dare I ask what your unique system is for this one? <sighs> I'm gonna give it. Uh, let me think. I'm gonna give it a ten. A strong ten. Really? Um, yeah, strong. A strong ten. Autopsy certificates. Free autopsy uh, vouchers. Out of about a thousand. Say there's a massive disaster and a thousand people need autopsy. I was gonna say even if you put this in at ten out of twenty, no, I was gonna sweat it. <laughs> you troll. <laughs> Okay, that's very fair. That's a very fair um, rating there. All right, I don't think we can get to the random episode generator quick enough, so let's give that a yank and uh, get this out of our misery. Whatever we review next, I'm sure it will be 10 times better in comparison, so let's give it a look. And the episode we will be reviewing next time is Season 4's Duffless. Alright, thankfully this is the end now folks. If you want to help support the show you can by liking the Facebook page, that's Uncle Mo's Family Feedback Podcast, a British Simpsons podcast, that's Uncle Mo's Family Feedback on Facebook, and on the SoundCloud is now under the same name, Uncle Mo's Family Feedback. And we will see you next time. Bye. Come to Uncle Mo's for family fun. It's good, 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 good. Mmm, sounds good.